With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. We welcome in a guy that if you've watched NFL football, and I'm telling you, through the years, I probably saw him on TV more than anybody. If you went week in, week out, day in, day out from the studio, his shows were on all afternoon, all the time. Just told me he was there 22 years as uh, the former steer Mel Hodges joins us now. Welcome, Earl. Good to see you. As always. See you I didn't realize Mike. you were there 22 years. It's unbelievable. That's so a that lot. Means and you were on a lot. You, right. you, I've, I've been on 34 say, years. Oh, my gosh. So, I mean, Mike, but that's you, that's, I mean, that's, that's, you know, I did the NFL today back in. 1981. So how about that? Think about that. that and, and here's the amazing thing which I tell people. We would go into a production meeting on Mondays and everyone had a tent. We would have stuff that would happen on Monday and Tuesday and we would hold the information till Sunday. Right. Nowadays right. you couldn't hold the information no. for three seconds. <laughs> you better, Those days you, better you could hold a story for a week. Yeah. It was it was that much different. And there was only one other show. NBC had a show, we had a show, and that yeah. was it. It was the only uh-huh. it. And then came everything else. First time I ever went to ESPN was for Bill Fitz and I, and you and the only thing ESPN had was taped college football games. That was the only thing they had. They didn't even have a live football game. They had nothing. I they had a launch foot- ESPN, yeah, too, with, with college football. And just yep. thinking where college football is today. I remember when they got their first live games, it was like the biggest thing in the world. It goes back that, that long. So it's unbelievable. Uh, you know, before we get to your stuff, because you got some interesting stuff here we got to get to. Because I know, because my kids, they play this Madden stuff all the time. Yeah, now. they're going to love this. Yeah, so this is something, that's it. This is something new off that. Um, Give me a, a thought or, or two on the game. Uh, I, I know it's, you know, you get tired of doing it, but go ahead, give me a thought or two on the game. Well, actually, I don't. I mean, I just love every aspect. That's what makes the NFL to me so fascinating is the absolute chess match challenges that go on. And the one thing, you know, actually, you, you'll, you'll appreciate this because I'm, I'm sure you covered him a long time. I don't know how, what your relationship like is. But I, I learned so much from Bill Parcells, and he and I worked together at ESPN. And for the couple years that we worked together, we had always kind of come back to the the cornerstone of keys to be consistent winners in the NFL is controlling the tempo. Now, how do you control the tempo? Always. There's two ways: you run the football, you stop running, or you stop the ball, stop the run. So, people have heard that to nauseum. Okay, yep. but it is such a key component in the NFL environment if you're going to control the environment and have a chance to Especially win. Especially against an explosive team. I mean, Belichick went in last week without any question. With the same idea that he had, they had against the Bills, the great Bills team, against the uh, he had against the Ram team, and that was I got to limit their possessions. If I don't limit their possessions, they're going right. to beat me. They scored 31 points in 20 minutes. Exactly. That's unbelievable. That's that, the, the Bills in the Super Bowl scored 19 points in 19 minutes when the Giants beat them. They kept the ball the whole right. game. Right. Keep it away. That's the best defense. Keep the ball away. So when you look at you know everybody's like Bill Belichick always takes something away from it. And there's, there's there's obviously a a litany of truth to that but I don't know that it's what he takes away because most of the time people think that in terms of offense I think it's what he feels like he has to control in this one and so if I said what was the area that would concern me the most if I'm Bill Parcells if I'm the Patriots that could disrupt and ruin this game it is the two guys that inside. Sit in the middle inside it is Donald and Sue they and couldn't control the- Tuck and they lost 
they couldn't control Strand right. and Tuck, they lost. And keep in mind, back in then, on that run there, yep. they ignored the running game. It wasn't even Abs a part of their yep. thought process. You could go back and say, listen, if they would have went into that game, I understand why you didn't. For 18 games, you played one way and you've been dominant. If they would have if they would have pulled a switcheroo and went out there and run the ball 30 times, they may have beat the Giants by 14. And and they knew going in, they said, listen, we got to control that pass rush. And, turn, yep. and Tuck was the one they were really worried about, and Tuck was disruptive. And they, what he they ended up really doing is they took Tuck and moved him to the inside, yep. Yep. and they didn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, Tuck wasn't in there to defend the run. No. If you'd have run the ball at Tuck, you'd have been Straight a whole pass. different story. Straight pass. They were playing the pass. Absolutely. So I look at this game, and I just think, when you know, go back to Bill Parcells and I's conversation. If you look at Super Bowl history, it's not going to be on the on the Sports Center highlights. Um, it's not going to be the thing that gets the MVP. But when you study tape of Super Bowls when it's over, it is the trench play. No question. That that wins the Super Bowl. I don't think in the thirty some years I've played and studied this league, I don't think I've ever looked at that particular aspect of a game and went the team that won didn't win that environment and, and it's funny this week for whatever reason and i've been talking about him because i go back with bill to when he went to new england and i remember going up there the first time he went there i was with him and he loved dante scarnecchia he wanted to take him to the jets and dante wouldn't go because his daughter was in high school at the time he could have been a head coach a many, million times over dante mm -hmm. didn't want to move he's finally getting a lot of attention in this game for whatever reason that's been going on for years. You know how yeah. good the guy is. Yeah, the guy right. is just unbelievable. And they, they listen. Ultimately, they don't get a lot of attention. Like, like I told you, when this is over, they ain't going to give the MVP to the guard or center attacker. It ain't going to happen. But that's and, where they win. And that, but that is where it matters. And no more than likely, Aaron Donald's the guy, and, or Sue, they, they could be an MVP. Which I don't know if that's ever happened from a defensive tackle perspective. It may have happened. I, um, I don't think. I, don't, it, I, I think Dent was a defensive end, right? But yeah, I, I think tackle. Randy White got one once. I think Randy and, and White shared one. So he would have been a tackle. So okay. So it's happened. I think it could happen. Obviously, Donald is awesome enough yeah. that could happen. But I think they're thinking, how do we control that environment? So the first part of the game, I'm going to watch. How do they go about? It's well, not you about want to run it, Sue? You want to well, run it? Well, soon? here's what I think you do, and I'm thinking of all. They're these double down. We know that, but are they well, going to run it soon? Well, here's what I I think. I think you you do that later in the game. The first part of the game, you take their strength and you use it against them. They like to penetrate. Let them get upfield. Let them be aggressive. You know, wham them. Um, move your pocket. Right. Play on the perimeter. Make them chase side to side. And then the fourth quarter is just like a Muhammad, a Muhammad Ali fight. You rope a dope them for two and a half quarters, and, and then, then you hit them. them. Then pound them. Then you hit them. Well, if I see, can I see a play in the playoffs where Sonny Michel doesn't get eight the first time he carries the ball outside? I mean, every time he carries the ball, it's second and two. I mean, he carries the ball outside, he gets eight yards, That's, eight yeah. yards, and eight that, yards, that eight could, yards. And, you're, and what are you doing? You're controlling the environment. You're yeah. dictating to when what you do what you want to do. The defense now is not dictating to Plus, you. Plus, he's 89 out of 90 passes have been inside the tackle box in the, in the playoffs. Yeah. That's unbelievable. He's not getting touched, and he's getting rid of the ball. He's quitting, dumping it to the back, dumping it to the back. Right. And then Sony Michelle hits you to the outside. Yeah, and you don't have to, to just the run back. the ball. This Listen, you can do a lot of bubble screens and make right. these guys play lateral. Uh, and they didn't throw the ball down the field until they had to when they threw it down right. the ground a couple of times. Otherwise, right. they didn't throw the ball down the field. You're right. They so, haven't thrown the ball down the field at all, and they controlled the whole game. But the Rams know that. Can they blow it up? Can they blow it up? Yeah. Well, see, that's where I think – that's what I love about the game. they got to play. They, they, you, know, we, you can schematically – Now, if you're the Rams, you got to use your speed against the pass. The one thing they don't have is a lot of speed. Right. Can you get those guys on well, those deep crosses? Can you get them down the field off play action on the deep crosses? Well, I don't think – here's what I, I, I believe is consistent. What did the 
the Patriots really do against the Chiefs. That the Chiefs, I don't, I don't remember seeing. I didn't see each and every game on tape, so I can't say I saw all of them. And I wish I could say I did because then I could speak more intelligently to this. I just don't remember seeing a team play as much man-to-man and smother every aspect of their offense than the Patriots did. They played man-to-man across the board. And here's what I've if you and then they had great pressures. You I just don't think you can pressure a guy like a Mahomes or a Goff and let your wide receivers run free. You have to smother them as well in the process. So I just believe that the Patriots schematically will have that very similar approach. They're going to smother people at the line of scrimmage. They put a bunch of neat, cool pressures that got to Mahomes and made him yep. move. He he throws Took better on the sacks. run Took some bad than sacks. Goff does. Um, and Goff's not quite the athlete that Mahomes is, but a very good athlete. And Mahomes missed some stuff in the first right. half. He missed the wheel for a touchdown yeah. wide open. Yeah. He missed Hill down the field for a touchdown. He hit Hill once long across the field. That was it. The only yeah. play he made in the whole game. Yeah. But the second half, Pats were out of gas. You they, were out, they were out of Which gas. Which is true. So, you know, but I just think that they smother them. They don't come in there and go pressure quarterback and let your receivers run free. So to neutralize that speed. You smother him. You double the one guy that can sting you deep, and then you get to that quarterback and you make him move or make him make a quick a quick decision. And one thing you know is you know, and we're talking about Hawks. You know one thing: you're not lining up if you're the Rams like you did against the Cowboys and just knocking them off the ball. You can't do that to the Pats. First of all, they're too big. Yep. Secondly, they all tackle. Yep. So you're not get you're not doing that to them. You're, yep. If you want to beat them down the field with a pass play, go ahead. You're going to beat them on a long play. You can outrun them. You are not going to line up and knock them off the ball. That's not happening. They're no. too big and they tackle too well. You know, the one thing that they do, they very seldom do they make mental errors too where they're out of position. No. You yeah. know, and you know everybody tackles. So you, yeah. can, you know, that's the old adage was, if you're not, you know, in the old days in the parcels Belichick way, if you were a corner, if you couldn't tackle, you didn't play. Right. I mean, that was it. You know, you had, everyone tackles. That's what I love about it, man. You know, those staples, they never get old. No, no, they will always be consistent no matter how long we play this game. The staples of this game, tackling, What do you think of McVeigh? Listen, I... You when think you, he's getting too much publicity, or do you think he's actually this well, good? Well, when you, when you inherit a team that was with the same personnel and they had a record that they had, and then you are in the Super Bowl, shoot, I don't. But he's getting this, like, you know, this idea that he's really, you know, he's ready to match wits. I don't know if he, he maybe he is. I thought his game, I thought his game, when he got down 13 nothing, I thought his game was really good in New Orleans. Yep. I thought it was really good. Well, I, I thought he, the, the momentum change that was right on schedule. And then he, he the shot before the half that got him back in the game at 13-10, I mean, they did some good things. Yeah. Well, listen, I, I think that what he has done and how he's he's molded his philosophy to fit the strength of of his team is what I love about what he does, and that makes good coaching. That's why Bill Belichick is as good as he's been. He's kept molding and morphing to what he has, what his personnel, what they fit. Not what I do, what you fit and make sure that I put you in the best environment. And they show you a lot of different looks and tempos out of the same personnel. I mean, they're in they're the most, same personnel all the time. Yeah. You know, they, they don't change the personnel that much, yeah. but they change up who they are Very a true. lot, and they do it with the same people, yep. which is interesting. Right, and you know they'll run at you, run at you, so they don't let you adjust, and then they try to hit you deep, to yeah. your point. You know, and a lot of, a lot of Mike Shanahan there, you can see. You know, there's a Very lot of so. Mike Shanahan sure. in, in this kid. You yeah. know, the, Mike Shanahan, I know the Parcells uh, Belichick group thought that he was the toughest guy to call a game against defensively. They mm. always told me that. Parcells always told me that. I, I asked him that. I said, what guy's the hardest guy to match with defensively? He goes, hands down, Mike Shanahan. He is the toughest guy to figure out during the game. He said that. Belichick said that through the years. A lot, they always raved about Mike Shanahan being a great offensive game caller and keeping defenses off balance. Listen, I mean, some of my actual 
learning of how you attack defensive tackles and how you, you by play design versus just blocking them comes from Mike Shanahan. It's very interesting that, that, that this whole conversation was Yeah, and they said he was very good. Like they'd say, like, he'd hit you with a third and one, and then he'd run it on a third and ten. Yeah. And pass it on a third and one. So, right. like, he kept you off balance. Right. Which is interesting love stuff, it. you know? All right, tell me about this thing you got going on here. Oh, my, your son, your, your kids are going to love Man, this. Yeah, because I know You're, they play their buddies, and they, I didn't even realize, uh, Merrill, that there was Madden money, and they play <laughs> each other, and I didn't even realize this stuff went on, to be honest and, with and you. And that's actually, you know, a game. Yeah. This is actually live pro football. So tell me how it works. Your call football, fans call our plays. And what I try to say with all the leagues popping up, what right. makes us unique and different, first of all, the technology to give fans the ability to do that. You watch their plays, you call ours. So every down and distance, once the ball is spotted, as a coordinator, I have to have a bundle of plays in the screen. There's three play options. Right. Fans vote on them. Right. The majority of the votes go to whatever play is. I send that into the quarterback. takes about 15 seconds to execute from fans voting that get 10 seconds, five to get it to the quarterback. And so we're they off put and up running. three plays, and then the one that gets the most votes, that's is the one play. I can send in. And you can win money. It, and you can win money playing a quarter, a half, or an entire game. We learned that from last year. You had to play the entire game to win money. Well, this year we've changed it. So it, let's say you came at halftime. You're like, oh, I'm too late last year. Not this year. You can play third quarter and fourth quarter, and you can win money. So when you call when you call that screen against that blitz, you'd go ka-ching, 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 right? As long as it's, <laughs> as, as long as it's successful. And we, have, you know, we gave $70,000 away um, last year, Mike. Um, the purses will be very much the same, and a million dollars for a perfectly called game. How about so, that? Yeah. Mil- wow! So s- some good gas money if you if a you need a little bucks. bit. Yes, if you call the perfect game, and then at yourcallfootball.com, all of that information is really there to help you walk through the game. You can load the app, which is free. And how many years have you been doing free. this thing? This is our second year. Second year. Yeah, Mike. Shan- Mike. Um, 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 Sherman helped me launch it last really? year. Yeah, that's interesting. He was the other head coach. That's interesting. So it's so that's an interesting concept. It really is. So yourcall.com. Yourcallfootball.com. Your, your call fo- yourcallfootball.com. Are Tell you your doing kids any there TV have... anymore? Or no, because no, you no. did it. For, I mean, you were on there every day. Because when I'd have this, the, the, you know, the shows <laughs> on in the afternoon, you were on there. You did that at four o'clock daily show like yes. forever. You Chris. were on there all. You well, put I, you logged a lot of miles going to ESPN. And I loved every minute of it. Um, and I love this new journey. I do a lot of motivational speaking helping launch a league like this I launched a new book uh, you know I've just been able to do some things Mike I, I wouldn't have been able to do um, with the grind that I had at ESPN I loved every aspect of it I'll never regret it. I appreciate every minute I had uh, working there well listen uh, your call your yeah. call yeah. some plays for us man. Go. good way to make some thank money you. Good oh, to good see you, you Mike. Always, take care you. buddy well, I'll hold you back after this